This episode of That Song From That Movie is coming up after this. Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. Apparently, there are six songs in this movie, so we had to break this episode into bippity boppity two parts. That was a bad joke. And expect many more bad jokes on today's episode of that song from that movie. Thank you for joining that song from that movie, the journey through the very best and worst of movie songs. You've reached us at the halfway point in our deep dive into the Disney animated classic Cinderella, not the live action version. Already we've covered the titular intro track Cinderella, the beautiful A Dream Is A Wish Your Heart Makes, and the, in my opinion, arguably creatively constrained, to put it nicely, Sing Sweet Nightingale. So if you haven't already listened to part one, go do that now. But if you have, let's crack on with part two. Take it away, Ben. Okay, the fourth song in Cinderella is the work song, also known as Cinderella. Cinderella. This song, for context, is when the mice, including the likes of Jacques, Gus, and the rest, I don't know the names of, they're lamenting (laughs) that Cinderella may never go to the ball. Oh wait, she might be able to, if they help make her beautiful ball gown. I mean, it's not that great. But anyway, what do we think of this song? Because I hate this song. (laughs) Yeah, I hate this song as well. So annoying. It's just, yeah, reminds me of the, well... In a, in a less offensive way, and we'll get into that one day, the Siamese cat song. It's like so annoying in my ears. Just the the pitch of it, you know, that <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunk sort of twerk turning. It is, turning. it's the Chipmunky thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's just, oh my God, yeah. just, yeah, please, less, less, less. I literally Googled to find out when Alvin and the Chipmunks came out to see if this was before it. But it is. Is it? Really? It it by about six, seven years. Mm-hmm. What about, so, and the Squeakle. <laughs> That he probably predates that by about 60 years. And chipwrecked. <laughs> chipwrecked. <laughs> oh, God. And, oh, God, yeah. That was the same team that wrote uh, Sing Nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. It gives me a bit of anxiety, this, uh, the clip for this, actually. Because, you know, that part with the um, the needle where one mouse is putting yes, the needle yes. through the dress and there's the other mouse inside. Oh, God, it's so close. Yes, yeah, too close. The voice of Gus. Anyone do a good impression? Oh God! I was hoping I was relying on no, I was I relying on it. you there, Alex. I, d- I can't really remember how it goes. Like, what's up, <laughs> <laughs> It's not anything like that. 
，那一个那个，嘟嘟嘟嘟嘟，哦耶，嘟嘟嘟嘟嘟嘟，呀，嘟嘟嘟嘟嘟，是这样。我我那时候还是跟我我啥一堆啥一堆。<laughs> I just put that in so Alex can always remember that and share <laughs> share it with his family one day. I did run the rail. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Crystal. I mean, I've, yeah, I've lost where I am. Yeah, I. This is kind of. It feels like it's that kind of comedic song, like the the filler song. You know, it's the uh, the it, you know if if、uh, animated films have a call sheet, it's those right at the bottom. It's their song. It's the you know it's the. Uh, fluff characters singing,、uh, and it's naff. Yeah, it doesn't even rhyme.、Yeah. I mean, I know mice have a very low IQ, but make the fire, fix the breakfast, wash the dishes, do the mopping. Come on, something can rhyme with breakfast. <laughs> Leave the sewing to the women. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Nineteen fifties, isn't it? I mean, should we have been expecting much from a song that's called the work song? Yeah,、nah. like、uh, just call it Cinderella. Right, I like as well that like obviously most of the stories about how、um, Cinderella is repressed by her、um, uh, aunt and、uh, sepsisters or whatever, but she literally she has like an army of mice building her a dress. Ah, <laughs>、uh, yeah, I, I must say throughout this film, like you know when she wakes up, she puts in zero effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all the animals doing. All the, the animals just do it for her.、Yeah. Where's their glass slipper? Where's their prince? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. Because yeah, a lot of people do find this film inspirational, and I'm not going to take it away from you, but、um, rethink.、Uh, and you know, spoiler, it's going to relate to the top five later on.、Mm. It sounds like you guys don't have much to say about this. No,、one. it's just oh no. Like I say, it, it's annoying. I hate listening to it. I hated that it was in the film, and the film's not long, and it's a waste of time. Okay.、Cool. Well, to bookend what Alex said about the animation, then during this with a needle, there is actually. Probably one of my favorite bits of Disney animation, completely. Okay, that's weird because there's probably a scene in this film that I think the same thing of, but it's not this. Well, I think it's one of the best bits of animation because it's such a perfect gag. It's when the lead female mouse is trying to thread the needle, and she sort of licks it like she's trying to line it up perfectly, and then when she puts it through, she puts her entire arm through because suddenly <laughs> the needle now fit the entire mouse arm through. It's good. Oh, it's perfect. It's, I, it's such a great side gag. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've never appreciated it until this point. Okay,、uh, I like the song better now. It probably doesn't bode well that my favorite part is not related to the song. No, no, it doesn't. But they, you know, they work symbiotically, potentially. Well, if it's a sight gag, probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to bigger and better things? Yes, because this is probably the big song of the film, and I'm assuming this was the one you guys knew at least. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Also known as the magic song. Reading about this online, a lot of people call it a novelty song, which I find interesting for the amount of success and life it's had outside of the film. But for context, this is, I guess, the song in which the fairy godmother shows up and starts to confabulate both her words and the items in front of her. She makes the beautiful carriage out of pumpkins. The mice turn into beautiful horses. And Cinderella is transformed into wearing her beautiful ball gown that she takes off to meet her prince charming soon after. <laughs> It's a very famous song. I don't know if I like it that much. I don't know if that's sacrilege.、Um, I, what do you guys think? It's okay. This song. I, I get that it's it's like the song of the movie, and it's probably also the scene of the movie as well. Like if you're going to do a Cinderella parody, 
you're probably going to be spoofing this song and this scene because it's just it, it's iconic Disney. But the song is just utter nonsense. Mm-hmm. And halfway through, the singer just gives up and starts just like scatting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if this was Scatman John? <laughs> well, it's not that far removed. No. I'm a suds man. <laughs> skibby, skibby, skibby. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, that's the best sound you've done all night. Um, go on, Alex, you. Yeah, I mean, similar. Not doesn't. Really I've, I've put makes about as much sense as, as most episodes of this podcast. And this, <laughs> this one especially. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's this... Because obviously, you know, remember the bibbidi-boo, bibbidi-boo-bidi-boo. Bibbidi-boo-bibbidi-boo. But there must be other words. You know, there must be the rest of it must be normal words. And it just isn't, is it? And she's like, put it together what you got. And then nonsense again. And... I love it she said it like that. Put it together, what you got? More nonsense. That that bit annoys me. It doesn't make sense. Like, put it together. That means she's doing like an equation. But yeah, it's just the same thing. And I got, <laughs> I got a B in GCSE math, so I, I looked into it. It's, it's a false algebra because Saligadula plus Bippity Boppity Boo plus Mechagabula does not equal Bippity Boppity Boo. That's X plus Y plus Z equals Z. <laughs> it's impossible. That hurts my head. I hope someone got fired right. for that blunder. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the fairy godmother is voiced by Verna Felton, who was quite famous on radio at the time. She's done a few. Um, she had a. I forget. The, she was the voice of Fred Flintstone's mother <laughs> in the Flintstones. She had a few sort of Disney roles in other sort of smaller pictures, especially in the Lady and the Tramp. She played, I think, the voice of the owner. Things like this. But this song was released as a single at the time again was quite rare but it was released as a single by eileen woods and the woodsman now what a great backing team for eileen woods wow um, i've not heard that version though <laughs> and i've tried to find it i think she'd probably do it better although i guess i don't know again it would it be weird to hear this not sung in the sort of affectionate you know fairy godmother which again is a staple of disney you know it, the the idea of a fairy godmother i think is almost copyrighted by Disney, even though it exists in that Charles Pearl story. Again, this song was nominated in the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Songs. Did not make it onto the list, which I think is good, unlike um, the other song. Similar to before, this was released quite successfully in a lot of cover versions. There's a Perry Como version, which is quite good. There's one by the Fontaine Sisters, which is very popular. If you ever want to listen to them, they're much better, and they add extra verses and i think there was a version of this song which was actually released before the film which is very very weird and yeah there's other lyrics i'm a scat man do you want to hear the other lyrics because other than the gibberish if your mind is in a dither and your heart is in a haze i'll haze your dither and dither your haze with a magic phrase and if you're chased around by trouble and followed by a jinx I'll jinx your trouble and trouble your jinx in less than 40 winks. I thought you said this wasn't gibberish. I like it. I mean, I think yeah, it's better than what's better. in the film. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it can be. It can go on top of it. But yeah, I mean, this is considered quite a big song in Disney's sort of catalogue. It's on a lot of compilation albums. Would you argue with me if I said this was the most famous song in the film? No. No. Why do you it's... think that is then? Of all the songs that have made it, we're talking, we're 71 years later now. Why is this the most famous song? Repetition. <laughs> We're a the sucker scene. for repetition. Do you think it's the scene? Because I think it is. 
is the scene. It has to be the scene. Because I think that scene's incredibly iconic, isn't it? The scene scene is a main part of it, yeah. Definitely. But I think as well, like you think of Disney does a lot of these nonsense songs and generally they are the ones that are the most memorable. Like I'm thinking of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and it's like that's a Say much better version no. <laughs> this is that's a much better version of this type of song. But again, you kinda just remember it because it's nonsense. So it just you just sticks in your mind, doesn't it? And yeah, grouped with the scene, which is probably the most famous scene from the film as well. Then that's why it's remembered nine years later rather than many years. Sixty. Fifty. Eighty. Maths. None of those were right. <laughs> yes. Do you, Alex, are you okay? <laughs> Seventy-one. Is your nose bleeding? Yes. Can I watch out for that? I mean, have you seen the have you seen the live action remake? The when Helen and Bottom Carter sings this? Oh God, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, God, they, there no. you go. They, <laughs> I wish you were the critic, Alex. <laughs> Well, she's not great in Les Mis, when, is she? When, when, no. no. When I think, she's not clean most When things. I think of who could be, like, when you picture live-action fairy godmother, who do you picture? I know someone instantly comes to my mind. Oh, um, Mar- Mariam Margolis. Oh my Mariam god, Margolis. that would be <laughs> absolutely outstanding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, gosh, just, I mean, that lady mic'd up is great anytime. Maybe, like... I was going to say like Judy Dench, but I think maybe she's like too uh, serious an actor. I've heard someone more comedy. I'd, I'd, I'd have gone Betty White. Betty White. Yeah, Betty White. Just <laughs> she could do comedy. You watch Community. She's great in that. Um, yeah, I'd have gone. Uh, oh, what's the lady from Murder She Wrote? Oh, God. Oh, God, this is killing me. Come on, what's her name? D. I, I can picture her. But I don't know her name. Oh come on, Murder She Wrote! Did you did you never get home from school? Come you turned on the TV and it was a double bill of Murder She Wrote and Diagnosis Murder. Angela Angela Lansbury, Lansbury come Thanks. on, yeah, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury for terrible. We all should stop Go, this podcast now. Moving on. Dick Van Dyke was in Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> Don't swear on this podcast, right? <laughs> Sorry, Van. <laughs> Explicit notice. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller or tote. In my opinion, it's always important to have the right luggage or bag for when you're travelling, so we're teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase using the code POD10 or going to the link in the show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. The final song of Cinderella is called So This Is Love, which I can't say without thinking of the Pipe Snake song. Oh, no, that's fine. (laughs) You could go for What Is Love. I was thinking, Is This Love? Yeah, oh, yeah. That I'm feeling. That's the one. Is this the love? Yeah. Well, I'm glad we both went with a different song. Keep going if you want, Alex. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. It's like a living jukebox energy. (laughs) (laughs) So, So This Is Love is a romantic ballad and that kind of book ends the musical numbers of this film so this is sung 
sort of by, I guess, Cinderella, but off screen as she's dancing with her Prince Charming through the great ballrooms of the castle, into the courtyards, through the sort of hedge mazes. It's a very beautiful song, as you kind of the classic Disney thing. These two are falling in love at first sight. What do you guys think of this one? I I didn't recognise this one, but I really enjoyed no. listening to it. I just thought it was like a really cool song. I, I don't know if it's because of like... Because there's been a couple of songs that filled this void in previous films. There was that one in Bambi, which was really boring and drab. <laughs> there's like there's the one that's kind of similar to this in Snow White as well, where they're dancing around the well. The awesome one song, what song? That <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean the the quite the quite um, predatory the predatory song, <laughs> the rapey one, yeah. Whereas this was like a really like jazzy sort of like subdued, a bit like seductive <laughs> version of those songs. Like I really liked it. And actually, when I listened to this, I thought, you know what? The songs in this, the the the, the sound recording is such a huge improvement <laughs> between this and oh, Snow yeah. White. Oh yeah, and like it just like filled your ears with joy. At this one, I just I just really I thought it was a very pleasant to listen to for me. But I, a I lot didn't, has happened in twelve years. Yeah, but I I didn't recognize it, and I and I probably might you know. I think if someone played it to me again, I probably wouldn't recognise it. It was a pleasant experience. That was all I can say. Uh, to me, it's just it's just a nice, intimate song. It feels like the kind of song you just don't get in Disney animated movies anymore. Everything has to be quite quite large or jokey. The vibe I get from this is Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of good humming in this, and mm-hmm. earlier when you said about the you know the comedic scene being one of your favorite Disney scenes, the visuals in this scene is beautiful. Like the backdrops, how they're drawn, it's so grand. The it's almost like pastel colors. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. When they close up, I hate it because the teeth, the teeth are there again, just staring me down in the face, blinding me. But did they forget to put like the shadow filter? I don't know what. The I don't know what they because the, they like their skin and hair and their clothes are all in in shade, but their teeth are not. I mean, Invisalign was invented in 1950. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Ben fact. <laughs> ben fact. <laughs> Pat bending. Pat bending. Yeah, and it will be for a long time. <laughs> It'll always be pending. <laughs> um, this song is the first duet song by Disney Princess and Prince. Do you know what the next one is? Um, is it what about the first song? From I was going to say, what about your song? Does it's not a duet song. It's oh, because he song. sings it and she, she sings, sings it. To her. She he sings, sings it to her. Song. She's 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 <laughs> cowering behind the curtains. I was going to say, is it from Snow White? Uh, from Sleeping Beauty, maybe? Yes, the one where they're in the woods. But I don't know where it goes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Once Upon a Dream. Yes, that. which you do know the song because it's big. Yeah. Do you know what the one after that is? Because there's only three at that point. There's only three after that one. Well, no, no, there's the more, but it took a long time for the third. Sorry. Okay. Well, there's obviously a whole new world. There you go. Is that the next one? Apparently so. Right. According to internet trivia, and that's as deep as I go. Interesting. This one though, the original concept for this song, and a deleted song that didn't exist called "Dancing on a Cloud," was for Cinderella and Prince Charming to be seemingly dancing in the clouds, lost in each other's gazes. That just reminds me of La La Land. <laughs> That's the first thing I just thought of. It is, isn't it? Yeah, apparently there's... I think they reuse some of the ideas for Sleeping Beauty, but that doesn't resonate with me. The, f- the first thing I hear when I read that is La La Land. That amazing scene at the um, observatory. 
yeah, when you were describing it, I was literally thinking of that weird sort of step moment into the uh, dancing. And so on. Now, Dee, I don't know if you know this, but your favourite group of all time covered this song? Um, Okay. This feels like a punchline. Oh, it so is. Is it Cheetah Cheetah Girls? The Cheetah Girls performed (laughs) a cover of the song for Disney Mania 5. Um, Do you not remember that post you had on your wall, Dee? <laughs> the cheetah girls. Do you remember? The oh wait, cheetah the girls? cheetah girls. The che- I thought you said the cheetah no, girls. No, the cheetah girls. Do you remember the cheetah girls? Oh right, you know oh, yeah, I remember the first. That, that, that was cheetah that was cool. Girls. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said the the the, the, <laughs> the cheeky girls at first. <laughs> did, <laughs> I did that. I thought they only had one song. Yeah, well, touch my bum. Did it, I don't know, well, I, I'll, I'll leave it there. As a bookend, I I do like this song. I think the scenes absolutely gorgeous. Um and. Yeah, the more we talk about the songs, I may be being slightly turned towards Alex's opinion that, and I'll open this up to a general thought, this soundtrack may actually be probably the best so far overall. I do really like Snow White as a soundtrack. I think the audio quality is a, is a bit <laughs> off-putting, uh, but I really I think there's more famous songs in that film. But listening to these back, just in the moment, and I don't know if they're memorable or not, but I I like them. Uh, they kind of, I don't know, resonate with me slightly more emotionally than probably the others have so far. Uh, apart from the one-offs. You know, let's not talk about Dumbo too much. Okay. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> no, but where, do you, like I say, is this, do you think this is the best soundtrack so far? Um, A question I will bring up I... consistently until we have covered everything and we have the dominant... Until we've got to Tarzan. And then the and then the answer. See, I don't know if Lion King's better than Tarzan. You, well, come on. <laughs> Empress New Groove for D. Yeah, Tarzan's got one good song. I think it only has one song. Can't go close. One song. To answer your question, Ben, um, I think this is well coming to this. I would have said it was somewhere near the bottom, but now I'm sort of coming around to the idea of it being second behind Dumbo. Okay, so Dumbo still sits at the top for you. Best soundtrack so far. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, like, yeah, I'm debating between Snow White and this one. Alex, are you saying this one? I, I, th- I'm between the, this and Dumbo as, as in the same way that D is. But I, I, th- I just think I think maybe there there are better songs in Dumbo. But I think like it's something about the arrangement of these songs is just so much nicer and smoother that I just think it's more pleasant to listen to. I think they kind of just finally nailed what they were after with, with this one, even though the songs might not be as individually memorable. Yes, I think yes. it's definitely those three. That's probably it? the best way of putting it, actually. Yeah, I think I think it's those are the three best ones we've covered so far. The what? But this this one has is probably the wider soundtrack, which is probably why it was the first one they released as a soundtrack because it's it's probably got more songs than maybe the other ones, <laughs> even just as simple as that. Is it time for the tippity toppity five? <laughs> <laughs> Put it together, and what do you got? A top seven. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Top five. So, top five time. And now I have gone official. No longer am I scouring the internet, terrible websites to pull apart terrible top fives and, you know, low-level opinions of one person and I'm just sort of rebranding it as my own. No, we're going to YouGov. We're going to the government-sourced website where they survey thousands of people to ask the important questions. And that's right. Alex and D, which Disney princesses are the best role model for girls? Wow. 
So according to a YouGov poll surveyed, I guess, from 2018, I think this was. Now, this is official Disney princesses, so no, you know, not just Disney female leads. So which Disney princesses are the best role model for girls? So, so these are actually specifically princesses. Yes, I yeah. mean maybe maybe they might skew that slightly, but they are, I guess in some yeah. way royalty. Do you want to go first, Dave? You you have your first guess. Um, oh god, I'm, I'm really struggling for the name, but the ginger girl from Brave, Merida. Yes. Number three. Oh wow! Mm. Oh, but that's that's Pixar, right? No, no, no it's Disney. Oh, it is Pixar. No, Brave is oh, Pixar. Is it? Yeah. It braves Pixar, yeah. Even I know that. It must be the only one then that's Pixar. She's an official Disney princess, though. Oh, yeah. well, maybe that's why. So she's an official Disney princess. Rewrite the thing. Yes. Just skip that out. So Merida is number three. Rapunzel from Tangled. Mm, yep. No. Uh, you, you, know, you don't know little girls, Alex. Right, okay. Anna and Elsa from Frozen. Which one? Both of them combined. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Neither of those two. Alex, think before you say. Role models. Why would they be role models? Because they care uh, more about Tiana. sisterly love than they do about the... the... Bull, bull hawking. <laughs> she wanted that guy. Pocahontas? Right, let, let's let Alex be quiet for a minute. <laughs> As someone that's with his first guess got the third pick. You have a go. Right, yes, yeah, so my second guess is Tiana. Tiana is Frog. fourth. Well She's done. not a pr- she a princess? I suppose the film is called Princess and the Frog. Isn't Princess and the Frog? She me, okay. <laughs> right, Alex is going back to being in the quiet corner. D, that's two. Keep going, see if you can get more five. Uh, role models. Uh. Mulan? Yeah, Mulan, yeah. Mulan at number two, well done, D. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Keep going, D. Moana. Make waves, make waves. Moana, it's time you know, do. Moana is number one. I see, you see, I got the top two. Give me some credit. Well done, D. <laughs> Thank you. The fifth one. This is always the hardest if you were playing that game that Chris Tarrant used to host. Who wants to be a millionaire? No, was it Chris Tarrant that used to host the one? What's the, what's the Family Fortunes? Is it Family Fortunes? No, it's Les Dennis. Oh, Les Dennis. Les Dennis, oh, the same thing. <laughs> um... Is it a mo- is it another like relatively modern film? I do recognise that song. I recognise it. I can't, I can't is it Bell? Words to it. It is Bell. Yeah. Yes, fifth because she likes books. Alex, she likes books. Yeah, I don't know. I still think I think Elsa, Elsa, and Anna. Bonus, were, bonus point. Bonus that. point. Okay. Bonus point. Who did people vote for the worst role model? Snow White. Bad. Who is a bad role <laughs> model? And I don't mean the least votes for good role model. They asked who was a bad role model, so the most votes for bad role model. And it's not Snow White. It's not Snow White. Okay. No, she was third. Sleeping Beauty. Nope. Is it Cinderella? It's not Cinderella. No. Worst role model. Disney princess. She gives up something for a bloke. Oh, um, Little Mermaid. A Virginia. Oh. Yeah. Ar- <laughs> Ariel. Ariel. Ariel, yeah. She really wants that guy, so she gives up her ability to so to speak. Um, there you go. It was a good one, that one. That was a good one. Yeah, I've got lots of other versions. I'm going to keep keep hold of that uh, YouGov website. Okay, so now it's time to figure out what is the best song from Cinderella. Um, Alex, you want to get straight on with it? Yes, I think... It is... Oh, oh, I'm not sure, actually. Um, 
Oh, God. Do Ben first. First 20 seconds of sweet, <laughs> sing sweet night again. Uh, ben, do you want to go first then? Yeah, it's a dream is a wish your heart makes. Back to Alex very quickly before he gets his thoughts back. Yeah, no, it was that one. I was trying to remember the full name of the song because in my notes I've just put a dream. <laughs> but I think probably that one. But I did really enjoy listening to So This Is Love, Baby Don't Hurt Me No More as well. And I think that one was more surprising because I wasn't expecting to enjoy one of the, any of the songs. Who knew Hadaway was a cover? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just that that Eileen Woods fact. I think I'll never, you know. Yeah, I'll that's true. I think, th- and I think actually, yeah, I think it's the best version of that type of song, the one song I'm going to say again that we've had so far. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Despite the fact I couldn't remember this was even in Cinderella, it has such a connection with me because of just Disney generally and yeah. the parks. I, I've got to go for it. Hundred percent. I'm sorry. 100%. No. It makes no sense for this segment, but that's the reason why. No, no, I think it. No, I think it does. Like I said, I've got some beautiful memories of kind of walking away from those fireworks and that song, just kind of, or at least the bars of it being playing out. And that's from this film. And it's, you know, cherish those moments, D. Don't let anyone take them away from you, even Alex. As hard as he tries. <laughs> he does try quite hard to take away my memories. <laughs> so that brings an end to another episode of that song from that movie. We'll try to figure out how to split this on Twitter. And uh, you can do your votes there. To tell us which one you think is the best song. Alex, what is our Twitter handle? TSFTMBOD. Correct. You can help the podcast by sharing this, and one of the places you can share this is on Reddit. But what subreddit should they pick, Ben? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Let's go for the Hadaway subreddit. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it had to be. It had a wed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurt my brain. <laughs> Needs work. You can also help the podcast by signing up to our Patreon, buying our merch, which all cost things. But if you are really cheap, you can you can leave us a review for free. But just make sure it's a positive one. So all that's left now is to do some goodbyes. So it's goodbye from myself, goodbye, and goodbye from Alex. One shoe can change your life, which I think is a line that would later inspire Paolo Nutini. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye uh, from Ben. Where there's kindness, there's goodness. And so, goodbye everybody. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, fine with that. Yeah, cool. You alright, Alex? Yes. Yeah, I just banged my head against the mic.